because this is this is episode 76 of SETI BIMCO, and this is episode 26 of SETI BIMCO Part 2, The Revenge. And this we month, are more than halfway there in getting past the original premise of yeah. SETI BIMCO. Episode 100, not far away. Yeah. And what, what is this month? This is uh, <clears throat> Spider Month, Spider Month. Yep. Does whatever a spider month. And later, spider month okay. spins a web. <laughs> spider month. Look, he's dead. Look out. Here comes the spider month. But later, but later, we're going to talk about the episode of Spider-Man called The Deadly Dust, 1970s Spider-Man TV show. Two-part episode, Tim. Yep. Well, we watched it all at once. Yep. And also it's later today, episodes. we'll answer the age-old question, did Thomas Crapper ever get revenge on everyone for naming the toilet after him? Okay, let's go. <laughs> Into the song. <laughs> it's Seti Bimco Part 2, The Revenge. The show where we create revenge sequels that nobody wanted. It's Seti Bimco Part 2, The Revenge. The show where we make up revenge sequels movies that didn't have them and my name is tim and this is george and we start every wow. episode <laughs> with a wild card question because okay. we're gonna what we're gonna talk about spider-man deadly dust we're gonna pick a number from a jar and decide who from this episode would be most likely to do something and you know what george we what? ran out of questions i had nice. to make up a whole new 30 questions oh wow so so what's I, the new question i, I it, hope it's I picked a number. The number is four. Uh-huh. Four. Who from this episode of Spider-Man that we're going to watch uh-huh. would be most likely likely to leave work early to check on his Sasquatch traps? <laughs> <laughs> the new oh, questions okay. are totally not going to all revolve around Sasquatch. I don't believe it. <laughs> Did you write that down? Yeah, I'm writing it right now. Oh, good. You're a good co-host. I'm even taking time to write it legibly because of my... You're a good co-host. Six pages of notes I took watching oh Spider-Man. <laughs> I can't read a lot of it. <laughs> I'll say something that happened recently because mm-hmm. we have our friend Chris who doesn't listen to our show. And we went to the birthday wait, party wait, do of we his name wife. him? Are we allowed to say his name? We, we've said his I name, not his last we name. We have? Okay. We, All said, right. we said Chris. Should we say his last name? No. We went to his wife's birthday party at a bar in Brooklyn, which I won't name, because mm-hmm. I saw this man walking down the street while we were sitting outside. And I was like, I know that person. I know that person. And he looked, he had like a big face to me and a small body. And <laughs> George knows who was it that came to the bar while we were there. Why, it was none other than Batman v Superman's General Zod. Uh, I forgot mm-hmm. his name. Michael Shannon, right? Michael Shannon. I wouldn't say Michael Skinner. I'm like, who the hell is that? General Zod. Yeah, it's because Michael Shannon was at the same bar as us, um, hanging out at the bar. I guess obviously they CG your body to look like Zod. That's why I was like, wait, you're big, you're big, your face is big. I don't know where I know you from, but he, you know, his body was just normal human size. Well, you went up to him. You said, "I'm used to your face being, <laughs> I would guess, about twenty to twenty-five feet tall, depending on the close-up." Right. And he just looked at you and sadly shook his head and then went back to drinking. I said, right, actually, that Mr. makes it sound like he was sadly drinking. Was he? We don't even know if he was drinking. No, we, we can't. We can't comment on he that. He was at the bar. He went to the bar. Uh, we were sadly somebody drinking. Somebody was talking to him briefly. I was standing there drinking. <laughs> but we were sadly drinking. 
<laughs> I was sadly drinking though. Yeah. You drank so much you accidentally photo dropped pictures of your cat to my wife. And she's like, why am I getting <laughs> pictures of George's cats? And they were kind of provocative. Like she was like laying in this like sprawled out position. She just I had taken this. So listeners to the podcast know the saga of my cat Franny. Mm-hmm. Franny was sick for a while. It caused us to you're hearing these episodes sometimes out of order. I was in absentia from this podcast because of Franny related concerns. Yeah. She's doing better, but now like my my partner and I were always like, Franny's back. Everything she does is a cause for celebration now. Right. So if Franny like, lays there this, grooming her her voluminous belly, her yeah. big fat pink belly, well, we take photos of that. And then I put it in my sweaty pant pocket, which sounds very dirty. Yes. And yeah, I did airdrop that to Tim's wife. I'm glad you but didn't airdrop. That was the biggest picture. occurrence that night. Oh, sorry. I'm glad you didn't airdrop the picture of the six inch turd from last week. So everything <laughs> Franny actually, does is is an event. <laughs> that was my that was one of my other cats' handiwork. Oh, okay. And that was uh, on my well, no, she didn't take a phone. She just held a. Uh, my girlfriend did not photograph said six-inch turd, but she did. I, I can't remember talking about poop this much. Right? Stop. Okay. But speaking of shit, not Michael Shannon, who's a fine actor, not our friend or our friend's wife, who's a fine friend and a fine mm-hmm. wife of friend, who was having a fine birthday party. <laughs> uh, not even me airdropping photos. No. Okay. To Miss to Miss Lee, the most significant event of that night, the one that will live on in infamy in our fan our friend circles, oh, was no. Tim's <laughs> complete and utter failure in Irish Goodbye. <laughs> Things you to know about Tim is Tim loves to go to a social gathering and kind of disappear and then send a snarky text later, like, surprise, I'm not really messing up your plumbing with a monster shit. No. I disappeared. I don't text him. Um you did that time. You did it in my place. We were all scared to go check. You had said you would announce we were watching a movie in the backyard. You got to be like, I can go to the bathroom. And we noticed you were gone for a while, but we were all a little scared. We're like, oh, Tim was eating some rough food and he's in there a while. It's probably not safe. And then you sent a text like 15 minutes later, like, see you later, suckers. Irish goodbye. Yes. Irish goodbye, for those of you who don't know, is the art of leaving a social gathering without saying goodbye to everybody. It's kind of disappearing. It's the best way. Tim and Miss Lee tried to pull the Irish goodbye, but loitered near the entrance of the bar. They were pretending to look <laughs> at shirts or something. Yeah, they're selling And then shirts. they started. It was the most obvious bit of sneakery <laughs> I've ever seen. It was you like were... a cartoon character trying to sneak. And the host of the party's like, hey, hey, what are those guys doing over there? And we called after them. We're like, <laughs> oh, we should have run. You should have ran. You should have pretended you couldn't hear us. You should have pretended to be doppelgangers. But they came back to us defeated. It was it was degrading. I could have run, but my wife was like, I can't do it. <laughs> well, you did shove her to the ground yes. and you started staggering off. But Michael Shannon got in the way of you. And he was like, kneel before Zod. And you did. Yep. It all comes together. It all comes together. So to we're trying to come up with a term. So if that was the Irish goodbye, what was Tim's utter failure to pull off an Irish goodbye? Like, well, like what is a failed Irish person called? They would call it uh, British goodbye, right? <laughs> oh, it probably was a British goodbye. What? <laughs> they call, oh, Tim, it was a Brexit. It was. Very good. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I'm going to text our friends with that later. All we, right. We this pulled the Brexit. Done. This part's done. Yeah. Real Brexit. Uh so Tim, you had yeah. you shared an article about an instance of revenge. Yeah, 
and I suddenly found this other I read that article. You read it? I don't want to talk read, about that one. Oh, you don't? Okay. <laughs> wow. The one time! <laughs> Kidding you. Finally, finally do. Well, I forgot everything about it. Oh, did you, did you not keep the link? I'll read it. Yeah, read it. Or do you want me to talk about the other thing I found? What's the other thing you found? Is it that mole? Because that was just an M&M. <laughs> I can't believe this. It, it seems like, well, I don't know how it fits into revenge. I'm trying to hem and haw into revenge. <laughs> Remember yeah, okay. 2017's Fry Festival that was a big disaster and that guy scammed everybody's money? And Hold those, on, Tim. Yeah? It was the Fire Festival. Fire. No, it's Fry. Fry Festival. No, it's Fire, you <laughs> fool. Oh my god. It's a fry festival. Just like No, it says fire. <laughs> F-Y-R-E, you lunatic. So you were familiar with this, right? I'm well, okay. He, Knowing you, there probably was a fry festival, and it was Grimace and a couple of the fry guys. Was. And they were in a field and like they drank a shake and went nuts or something. But I remember the fire <laughs> festival, yes. But let's wait, I want to hear your description the fry of festival. what the fry yeah. Well, who is the guy, Tim? What's the guy's name? <laughs> Bill McFarland. Remember, he went to prison. <laughs> oh, that's weird. That's the guy with the fire festival, yeah, too. Who was the guy that he was um, – who was with... the other guy he was teamed up with? I forget. Oh, what? I do. I forget. <laughs> I'll, give you a, I'll give you a clue. This is, I want you to guess. He was a hip-hop artist. This is going downhill. Yeah, this is going to be good. I can't <laughs> wait to see you come up with your real <laughs> – The hip-hop artist. I yeah, remember who, is who it was. Which guy? Who? Oh. Let the record show Tim is typing Google right now. <laughs> I'm not. I won't do but that. But he's entering Fry Festival, so he's going to get like <laughs> MC Hammer or something. Yes, it was MC Hammer. It was MC Hammer, yes. So yes. Billy McFarlane and MC Hammer. Okay, go on. Tell us all about the Fry Festival. <laughs> fire. I'm talking about the Fire Festival. You oh, yeah. Oh, he's gears. Okay. Uh, Forget <laughs> it. It's off the rails. <laughs> <laughs> this is our best <laughs> opening yet. He's out of prison and he's doing another music festival. Oh, really? What's it called? <laughs> but do you know about him? He's, no, I know. Okay. He scammed everybody. I know, about Bill, I know about Billy McFarland who scammed the people. Like They went to the festival. People $5,000 for the weekend. It was supposed to be like gourmet meals. They got like two pieces of bologna and white bread with like expired <laughs> mayonnaise. Yeah. Uh, there was no place to stay. I yep. think a lot of the music acts canceled. Yeah. Uh, it was just a, it was a, people were live tweeting. It was a wonderful fiasco. And he went to prison because he was, you know. Yep. Because so. he defrauded people. Yeah, there was never, apparently, there was never, it was clear but well in advance of when it actually started happening. It was never going to be pulled off. Yeah. Yeah, he still collected everybody's money, shipped well, them out. It was just, yeah, it was terrible. Tickets went on sale this last week for Fire Festival 2. That's no. what it's called. Really? That's what it's called. <laughs> yes. Do you have to Google to see if this is real? It's real. He's doing fire. I am. I'm Googling this right now. I think the fest should be called. Firefest Wow. Round two. Have I got a bridge to sell you? How about that? How about it's called the Burning Bridges Festival? Yeah, yeah, that's good too. Yeah. yeah. Doesn't yeah. rhyme. How about the uh, uh, oh it has to rhyme? It doesn't have Fi to. uh Tim, Fire Festival doesn't rhyme, you know that, right? <laughs> no, I said it should be called Fire Festival Two. Have I got uh -huh. a bridge to sell you? Come on, when you selling a bridge is like a scam. That's a metaphor for scam. Yeah, that's true. That's true. This, this, okay. this episode's full of metaphors. <laughs> I give up. I give up on that whole I, thing. I, Let's move forward. I have a follow-up follow question. <laughs> yeah. When you thought this was the Fry Festival, what was your joke going to be? 
Like you said, Grimace and the Fry Guys. Remember the Fry Guys from the seventies? They were horrific. Yeah, they're like walking around. They wore shoes. They, yeah. were, they were like fries I guess they were shoes. multicolored fries with eyes and shoes. And you couldn't understand what they said. Some of them were like yellow. You couldn't understand mm-hmm. what they Did said. They not speak. And you stuck fries into them. They were fries that ate fries. So that's... Tim, you weren't supposed to. Were you inserting fries into Fry Guys? <laughs> no, they did on TV. Oh, anyway, what, what channel are you watching? <sighs> the Fry Festival. You know, they passed around some bad acid. One, <laughs> one grimace was born, and one grimace died, and uh, oh. <laughs> one grimace was, was hatched, grimace was and one grimace died. Yes. Now, calling upon our lore of previous episodes, it's been established that grimaces lay their eggs in clutches of 13. Very good. And only one grimace survives to adulthood. Yes. So, Tim, he, he ate what happened other. that only one was born and one died? Well, he ate his, his siblings. But they still lived inside him? No. One lived, one died. One ate his 12 siblings. And uh, what I mean is okay. an older grimace died. An older grimace died. So actually 13 grimaces, grimaceye, as they are called, yes. died. All right. They came and That's did bad the, luck. They put the, they put the electrical paddles on the grimace died and they tried, <laughs> but <laughs> they did CPR on him and he threw up a bunch of milkshake and that was it. That's great. He died. Uh, this went from being our best opening to our worst <laughs> opening in the space of like 10 seconds. No. Let's talk about the deadly dust. All right. Okay. Can I give some factoids about this? Yeah, sure. I, right. I only have one factoid, so, and you're, you're going to steal it. Oh, what's your factoid? You go first. The director, Ron Satloff, I sent this to you. He only directed one other movie I can find, plus a bunch of... Wait, wait a minute. He directed a film called Humanoid Defender. I sent you the trailer. Oh, my God. Oh, I didn't see this. I, I honestly did miss okay. this. Okay. And he directed a bunch of Perry Mason Returns. Is that the new Perry Mason, the one that's on HBO? Oh, God, no. In the 80s, he, the actor oh. came back. You know, he was old, and he helped out Matlock. Matlock! Wait, wait. no, did he really yeah. help out Matlock? There was a crossover? For some reason, in the 80s, I don't know. But there was all these old people. There's Matlock and... There were old people in the 80s. And who's that old lady that there was a murder in her town every week? Uh, murder, she wrote. Uh, Angela Lansbury. Yeah. yeah, murder, she wrote. All right, well, so. here's my factoids about the second installment of Spider Month. Okay. So last week we watched the first of these movies, just called Spider-Man. It was a pilot, a movie-length feature. This was the first two episodes once it went to series. The series was called Amazing Spider-Man, ran for two seasons in the 70s, 78, 77, 78, I think, 78, yeah. 79. 79. What's interesting about this one, you may hear us cross-referencing to it as a movie, Mm-hmm. It did get a theatrical release, oh, not yeah. in the United States, but overseas in Europe and in Australia, wow. where it was called. Do you know what it was called? Um, the Very Deadly Dust. No, Spider-Man Strikes Back. Oh, yeah, that's right. I know that. The funny thing about the Deadly Dust, the titular Deadly Dust really is only mentioned in part one of this two-part episode. True. But this is the one where we actually get the flavor of the actual series. There's a few differences from what we saw previous. Uh, Peter already has his powers. Aunt May, nowhere to be seen. Although I think they maybe mention her once. He mentions her in a lie. And I'm like, is is she really alive even? Uh, Anyway, we'll get to that. Yeah, that's possible. She could be (laughs) dead. Uh, A new actor playing J. Jonah Jameson. Yep. 
Um, J. Jonah Jameson, second in command, Robbie Robertson. Not there. Gone. Fired. Instead, there is a woman who I didn't record her character's name. Rita. But she Rita. – Rita. yeah. And she is pretty much exactly the character of Glory Grant from the say. comics. Mm-hmm. As a kid, I was confused. Diff- yeah, renamed for some reason. <laughs> Glory Grant is J. Jonah Jameson's secretary. Same person, same thing. Look the same. Yes. Not the same person. Who the hell knows why? Yeah. Can you imagine, so we can you imagine seeing that in the theater? Man, <laughs> I would be pretty disappointed. I got to say – I'm on the record when we, we we did our first Spider-Man, not as part of Spider-Month. We did um, the Amityville Horror sort of Spider-Man takeoff. It's, yes. Go through our our back history. You'll see it. And I was very impressed with it. So impressed <laughs> with it that I watched another episode. I was like, I really like this old Spider-Man show that I yeah. kind of forget existed. I think I might like season two because this season one, one was pretty rough in a lot of ways. Oh, yeah. This episode I did not enjoy drags. this. and Yeah, it really – and. It was pretty rough, like realizing as the what must have been the first episode because it was a two-parter knit together into a movie. Mm-hmm. When I realized what must have been the part one that was ending, and it was, I'm like, that means I'm only halfway through. <laughs> yes, I was pretty bummed. I think I just turned it <laughs> off for a bit and lay there staring at the ceiling. Well, can I say, <laughs> yeah, unlike the other episodes, where we have to wait half an hour for uh, Peter to become Spider-Man. He's his, this one starts with Spider-Man in action. So with an actual pretty good special effect, which one? It was the same from the first episode. What happened? What, which one well, do you mean? Yeah, it just looked it looked good. So oh, okay. um, looked better. This show, Spider-Man Famous New Yorker, this show uh, clearly filmed in L.A., though the first part is set in New York. They find maybe the only tall building in L.A. Right. And there is a woman. We never find out why we do. Who is going to jump. Why is she going to jump? Because Cap- Captain Barbera is he's Captain Barbera is there. He's trying to stop a woman mm-hmm. from jumping. Captain Barbera, supporting character. He is a cop. He's like a and he's, hey, he talks like this. Hey, I'm a real '70s sort of cop. I smoke while yes, I sleep. Because what he says um, to her yeah. is, "Hey, if you kill yourself, you never see your boyfriend again." And she's like, "I don't want to see my boyfriend. That's why I'm doing this." And oh, that's actually I what, that. <laughs> like, yeah, boyfriends. So if you a kill woman yourself, who doesn't want to see her boyfriend, you'll never see a guy can. again. And then he goes, well, oh, well, a... uh, you'll never have a pillow fight with your girlfriends again at a slumber party. She's like, I hate slumber <laughs> what, what parties. Else? That's why I'm doing this. What else did he and say? He, you'll never see this, the sequel to Star Wars. It's called Empire Strikes Back. And you're going to find out who Luke's They'll father probably is. probably steal the de- title from our movie. <laughs> yes. Also, is Star Wars even out at the time they were filming this? I don't think it was. Number one, yeah. Come on. 77, right? That comes out in 77. This this was released in 78. I bet oh. you they were still filming it. Mm-hmm. You and your facts. George facts. George pays attention. George facts O'Connor. Yeah, it's my middle name. But it's spelled like facts, like a facsimile machine. So my parents were early adopters of technology. That's not true at all. (laughs) No, it's not. Luddites. Anyway, so she's she's on like the, not the top of the building, like maybe the 16th floor of an 18th floor building. I think it's the same building from the first episode where the, the... the, the man tried to jump. It looks just like the same architecture. It probably is because there's not that many tall buildings in this no. area. Like you could see there was a couple of funny times they would show shots from the top of the building of the parking lot surrounding it. But they would make zooming traffic noise. Right. So it's just simply it was a street. But it's just a it's a standalone <laughs> building by itself. Mm-hmm. Captain Barbera, who is the only police officer on the scene, has been trying for a half hour to talk this woman 
with his, you know, various things about your your boyfriend. <laughs> Spider-Man skitters down the side of the wall. And like I said, it looks pretty good. It does. And he just <laughs> He just yeah, he shuffles just over there. <laughs> shuffles over there. Kind of like creepily this guy like doesn't <laughs> scoop her up and carry her away. No. Doesn't like talk to her like, hey, you got other stuff to live for. Just kinda like clings over her and kind of like yeah. squirms her way over to the window and then he disappears and we learn oh george he says he first, says a yeah, funny yeah. spider-man line he says special delivery captain barbara oh he's like i guess that's funny thanks and he's like wait come back but we do learn <laughs> that this is the first time someone other than peter parker who spoilers is spider-man mm-hmm. has photographed spider-man people have seen it ah, it's yes. on the news it's his big coming out. Everyone's like, wow, this, there's, a, there's a man with the powers of a spider mm-hmm. in, quote unquote, New York City. He's got lots of legs. Then, <laughs> then we cut to <laughs> that reference to last week's episode. We'll get to him. Where J. Jonah Jameson he doesn't. apparently doesn't know how many legs a spider, man, a spider has. <laughs> Speaking of J. Jonah Jameson, we then cut to the, to the Daily Bugle offices, which is an empty office with a lot of tip, like uh, typewriting noises in the background. Wait. And we meet Glory Grant, George. Who this is what they close in on the 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 cornerstone of Daily Bugle. Oh, the plaque! Yeah, and it found was founded in eighteen ninety. You know what happened in eighteen? 18- no, what else was founded in eighteen ninety? Oh, oh, what Tim? What you know what, what happened in eighteen ninety? What what Tim? Artist Vincent Van Gogh died in France at the age of thirty seven after shooting himself two days earlier. Wow! That's what true. else happened in eighteen ninety? J Jonah Jameson turned twelve. <laughs> that, so he founded the Google when he was twelve years old. No, no, I'm, I'm, he just turned twelve. Oh, he was okay. he was out in the street pushing one of those those big circles around like a hoop with a stick, like kids did. You know, <laughs> whatever 12. whatever that game was. Wow. Okay, <laughs> all right. So there is a great line here. Gives us a little bit of insight into the sassiness of not Glory Grant. She and Peter are buddies. We learn from their conversation. She's been working for J. Jonah Jameson for a year. Yeah. Oh, we know they're Um, buddies. They got like a comedy routine going on. Yeah. And she has this great line where she says, Jameson is so conservative. He won't eat a steak if it's pink. Yeah. I heard that. I thought that was pretty good. They did. They, they did a lot of takes, uh, cause she, um, improv takes down. Did you see the ones that they didn't use that she said? No, what else did she say? She said, JJJ is so conservative, he wouldn't eat a hot dog unless it identified as a bottom. <laughs> wow, what else did he say? <laughs> He's so conservative, he won't eat a cookie puss ice cream cake unless you add a Y to the end of that title. That name. Cookie puss? Yeah, he won't eat a co- cookie puss ice cream cake unless you add a Y to the end of the name. Cookie, cookie puss. puss, yeah. Yeah, cookie puss. <laughs> you trying to ruin <laughs> what I was talking about, which wasn't trying to be a joke. <sighs> Wait, he also said then, she said JJJ yeah. is so conservative. He won't uh, eat he won't eat hamburger helper because he thinks hamburger should pull itself up by its bootstraps and help itself. That was pretty good, Tim. Okay. But you add a Y to cookie puss. Yeah, cookie puss. <laughs> a Y. Anyway. I get it. Cookie e puss. Yeah, it makes sense. I get it. It's funny. Everybody's laughing at home. I don't think I'm glad we're spending. Are you pretending not I'm to get it? We're, I'm glad we're a half hour into are you pretending? the first three minutes of this. <laughs> <laughs> All right. 
He'll eat fudgy the so, whale, just the way it is. Anyway. So J. Jonah Jameson, <clears throat> fudgy the whaley? I don't get it. <laughs> Uh, Never mind. J. Jonah Jameson is mad at Peter because Peter didn't. Well, because now it's not exclusive. Yeah. They've been selling a lot of copies mm. of the Bugle with exclusive photos. It's really not fair to be mad at Peter and not Glory Grant's kind of like she gets sassy at him and Peter covers up or something. And there's a bit. This is another line I like. J. Jonah Jameson's like, if I wanted a partner, I'd have gotten one 30 years ago. And then I, I you know. <laughs> held up a drink for the poor Robbie Robertson not appearing in this episode. Like last, last episode, you literally had a partner. I guess you killed him in that year in between. And I don't know, something happens, but then we cut, which I was surprised to see Miami beach. And we are introduced to a glamorous reporter named Gail. Gail. Did you catch your last name? Um, Was it Hoffman? But her name is Gail. I think it is Gail Hoffman. That's what I I, I was remembering. The woman who plays Uh, ISIS. On the Saturday morning. I was wondering if you yes. got that thing. <laughs> ISIS uh, yeah, TV show. Which must have been stunt casting, right? Uh, stunt casting? Well, because there mean? was like, so for those of you who don't know, and I actually, Tim, you might have to jump in because I really don't know. You don't. Because I was a little bit too young to watch this, but there was, used to be a Captain Marvel slash Shazam, Shazam show. ISIS hour. And it. it was like a live action show. And then there was a made for TV super heroine that shared the show with him. It was like, I guess half hour was him. Half hour was her or yep. 50 minutes yeah, yeah. called ISIS. Yep. And um, did she have a partner? I don't know. A I don't know. Partner. I've never seen this before. I just know it exists just from being. They were always, you know, reading they were comics. always boring stories with a lesson at the end. It's like, now Billy, you learn not to get in the white van. with The man that's got candy. And she was a high school student, right? It's a teacher, I think. Am I making she was, oh, I don't know. See, I know nothing about her. I didn't, I don't even, I guess she has vaguely goddess-like powers. Yeah. yeah. Um, anyway, <laughs> like at the time that this episode was recorded, there would have been very few people who played live action superheroes. Right, right. You know, there was so a few saying, things yeah. in movies here and there. There was Batman and, uh, you know, Adam West and Burt Ward. So I think like the fact that on the first episode of Spider-Man that the co-star for the next two episodes is another is, yeah. Another television superhero. I feel like that must be. And she's so by she s- is uh, she's very attractive, and they kind of play that up. She's like a yes. kind of like a Lois Lane who uses because when she's she, very capable and smart, but she also uses her power over men. When she bit. meets Peter, the camera is on her leg with Peter in the background, like sweating. It's like oh. the it's just it's the shot from The Graduate. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> it's totally, and I guess she's older because she's like a full grown woman totally full like reporter and he's still a grad student (laughs) you need to get into the spider person she's like how she's like you know how to make men talk yep now send me my steak well done with a lot of i mean send me my steak with lots of pink dripping out of it (laughs) yeah because he's a pinko unlike j jonah jameson we're a we're a progressive newspaper (sighs) oh all right then let's cut back up to new york where peter parker college student college grad student is in class Yell, standing up in a lecture hall, yelling at one of his professors. All the students are. And they're all upset. There's three other students yelling too. And they're all yelling because they're very upset because the professor has announced to his students that he's going to be creating uh, some sort of reactor. It's not quite a nuclear reactor, but they're going to be working with radioactive material that can well, be made into an atom bomb. They're all standing up and yelling. Peter well, they, and three other people. They there's basic, a nerd with they glasses. Basic, they basically shout the whole plot, George. Like, no, don't do this. Terrorists will steal the dust and they'll make a bomb and they'll threaten the city. And he's like, oh, come on. We got these top-notch guards. 
They can barely run up and a set like, of the stairs. The guards are fat old men. <laughs> yes. They literally say that part. Oh, but yeah. Peter, who owes his fat powers shaman. to radioactivity, who in the first episode was working with radioactivity, <laughs> he's he's the most against it. And the students come back afterwards like, Peter, you're all right. You're a hip cat. No. And then they, they kind of oh, yeah. have this weird bit afterwards. They're like, the, like one of the guys goes to the girl. There was two. It was two guys, like a guy with thick eyebrows, yep. a guy with glasses, and a girl with like a Cra- terrible bob. Craig. That's Craig. Craig, I'm going to refer to as secondhand Oppenheimer. Craig, he's the leader of this little secondhand. Group. Which one is he? The guy with the thick eyebrows. Well, the man who makes the bomb mostly. He's he's the they one. Well, he's the one that like let's do this. He was in charge. Spoilers, Tim. Huh? Yeah. Well, spoilers. That's why. Well, should we just say it then? Okay. Here's the idea. These students who are very concerned about the danger that this nuclear material poses, they steal the nuclear material yes, yeah. and make a bomb out of it to show that it can be made into. An atom bomb, but and they don't. Their bomb uses modeling clay yeah. instead of plastic explosive as the initial. But but they render the uh, material <laughs> and all that stuff. Yeah, Tim. No, no. I, I was just going to say, but right. I just wanted to say, Pete is so square. They're like, we're not going to ask Pete to help us sell that steal this radioactive dust. He's he's a square. They do call him square. Yeah. So anyway, yeah, and and the crack guards do come up the steps like having a heart attack. They're old and they're. I'm not going to shame them in any other way, but they're old. And Spider now, Spider-Man. Oh yeah, where do you want to catch well, up? Uh, well, well, let's just say. So the woman, the reporter, Gail Hoffman. Gail, she has a name. AKA George. Joanna Camera, aka Isis. A woman. I, I literally just said her name too. Okay. I said her name, the actor's name, Gail. and the former role. I gave her three <laughs> names. Uh, she shows up at the Daily Bugle where she meets Peter because she's noticed that this one college student is always attached to bylines of Spider-Man yep, and is kind of like, she's kind of sensing there's a connection, which everyone who isn't oh. a moron should realize at this point that there's a connection. Yes, Tim. I do have something. Yeah, I know we can't do every scene, but before she talks to Peter, we have a dopey scene where she goes, visits a spider expert. Doesn't she do that first? <gasps> oh, because no, that's he's, it's it's early in the show, and he. Oh, it is. You're right. Yeah, he's almost he's as bad as Jameson, <laughs> right? <laughs> he's an arachnologist. They call him, which I yes. don't know if it's a real term. And he says <laughs> this guy should be like I. Granted, we live in a world where a man did get spider powers. Yes. <laughs> this guy's a lunatic. He's like because like he'll excrete sticky substances from his hands and feet <laughs> and stick to walls like a spider. And I immediately went to Google. I said, "How do how do spiders stick to walls?" <laughs> It's because of how do they uh, all the little hairs on their legs? It's little hairs, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, also, it says he'll make webs. This Spider-Man <laughs> doesn't make webs himself. No. Like this guy, like just is like if a man could get the powers of a spider. <laughs> now we live as far as we know this world. Mm-hmm. No one else has ever had powers, has powers. No. And really, no one's seen Spider-Man do anything that couldn't be accomplished with like a hidden wire right. and some suction cups. And this lunatic's like, yeah, he's got all these powers. <laughs> He's got lots of legs. <laughs> and, and some of them are not pow- I think he does make a mention of multiple legs. <laughs> some of these powers are powers that Spider-Man definitely doesn't have and has to create <laughs> mechanically. So then she goes, Gail Hoffman, a.k.a. Joanna Cameron, a.k.a. the actor who played Isis, goes to Daily Bugle, meets Peter, takes him out to lunch and is interviewing him. And he's speaking about Spider-Man as a different person who he sometimes right. helps and it's so obvious he's Spider-Man. <laughs> I know. He even says, she's like, one point, she's like, you have a lot of insight into Spider-Man. And yeah. he's like, guess you could say we're a similar type. Yeah, 
No kidding, dude. And then she like, said, "You are so bad at keeping your special your secret identity. It's ridiculous." But she says something about, "Yeah, I wonder if you'd fit in that tight suit." She does say something like there that. There is a line. Yeah, there's a line. She, well, that, that's a recurring thing. He Peter's, makes a joke later too about like, you know, you never see me in tights. So, yeah, uh, I can assure you. I'm, I have a theory that they did it. <laughs> I'll get to that. We'll later. get to that. I'm pretty sure they did. Yeah, we'll get to that. That's, but, uh, but Peter has no friends. I don't know how he like is attractive to this uh, intelligent, beautiful woman. Well, there's something he has I'm no other friends. in the. But every episode, it seems like there is a new love interest. Yeah. That like, because last episode, the first episode, there was Judy Jetson, the daughter of like right. the somebody, somebody who's a victim of the guy who's a supervillain, but it's not really a supervillain. Right. And these two episodes, he's got uh, Gail Hoffman. And the episode we saw previously, there's like, I guess in the second season, they add a reporter yes. who's mm-hmm. like his rival. So, but he never really seal. Although I just, I do think he seals the deal in this one. We'll get to that. Yeah, we'll get to it. Uh, so he leaves her high then, and dry because he, he knows plutonium is being stolen because his spider sense works totally just randomly to push the plot forward. His, his spider sense, as opposed to warning him of imminent danger, warns him of plots. It actually <laughs> shows him the future briefly in the scene in the second part. They're Does they're it? living they're they're having co- yeah they're when he get when the western town showdown oh, he sees guys jumping That's through right. the western di- right. doors he yeah can see like, the future what? he sees the future yeah. So he he senses that the plutonium is being stolen elsewhere in the world. So he he makes an excuse that he has to go speak to a professor. He leaves her at the coffee shop to get the bill. He arrives too late, and the three stupid kids have already stolen it. Mm-hmm. And the two fat old men guards see Spider Man as he disappears through like a skylight. Spider Man is so slow. He's of course blamed. Yes, <laughs> he's so. It's almost like he has really shitty powers. If Spider Man had ri- run up the stairs, he would have caught his friends. Which, honestly, Tim, I was kind of – I have a note here. I was kind of not sure I, – I thought we were maybe dealing with an instance where somebody else, maybe one of those kids dressed up as Spider-Man because he was behaving so clumsily. <laughs> and then we see Spider-Man running up the stairs as Peter Parker afterwards. I know. He, he, and, he never... and he seemed surprised to hear the plutonium was stolen. <laughs> oh, by the way – he. He could have, everyone. Yeah. The name of this episode, "The Deadly Dust," mm-hmm. refers to the partic the part. It the plutonium is like a powder. Yes, and it can't really be made into an explosion. He says, but if you were to blow it off as a dirty bomb, it would be enough to give twelve million cases of lung cancer. Yes, so much science in this episode. There was actually now. <laughs> now we cut to Switzerland, Tim. Well, we did see. And there's a guy. A cool new effect. Spidey jumped out that building across. That was like the one time I was like, oh, an actual stunt. He jumped out of the window after the robbery, and I never saw that jump before. Anyway. Oh, that's because they can only film it once because they cut before the stuntman plummets to his doom. <laughs> yes, probably. <laughs> he just falls like a rock and splatters like a melon <laughs> in the parking lot. All right. Now we cut to Switzerland. Yep. And there's a guy who I thought was J. Jonah Jameson, but it's not. Mr. White. Mr. White. Now let's talk about Mr. White. He could be Kingpin like, again, probably really. care, but he's Mr. White. The fact he's not Kingpin is outrageous. He is a, he is a supervillain. Mm-hmm. He is a, a very rich man who is surrounded mm-hmm. by women in bikinis. As he says later, I, I like women in bikinis. Yeah. Did you catch who this actor was? I thought he looked him up, but I really don't know what he's, else he's from. His name is... Oh, I didn't write down his first name. His last name is Alda. He's Alan Alda's dad. <gasps> what? 
Oh, yep. I did Eight. not realize that. Wow. Yeah, that, that's awesome. I, that I was is. pretty excited for that. I didn't know his dad even acted. Nope. And he has a brother that acts too, I learned from that. Uh, so Mr. White is this rich international criminal slash terrorist businessman guy. Very hands-on. He like has goons that do stuff for him, including this one rather big guy with a beard who like beats the crap out of Spider-Man, even though Spider-Man is supposed to be thousands of times stronger than a person. But should we uh and should we just say it? <laughs> just like the villain in the last but, episode, he's got a bunch of karate henchmen. Oh, every fucking episode of yes. this has kung fu. <laughs> it's the it's so funny. There's like there's just ridiculous like it's yep. it's a sign it's the 70s. Like yeah. like the western world had just discovered a thing called martial arts and were like <laughs> they were bananas for it. Yes. So they got every cut rate like martial artist working in Hollywood mm-hmm. to like film like a scene where he awkwardly fights against a guy in a Spider-Man suit. Right. But we're getting ahead of ourselves. Mr. White, who's getting a sponge bath, he's in a bath, getting rubbed by a couple ladies in bikinis, (laughs) reads about the theft in the newspaper of the plutonium, Plutonium being stolen. Somehow doesn't know that Spider-Man was involved. I guess that part wasn't reported. We're still, we're still, guys, we're still (laughs) in the setup of the first part of it. (laughs) Well, well, well. All right, uh, can I, can I just do one of my things where I cut a lot of stuff together? Okay. (laughs) All right, so there's three students who stole it, um... They're in their fucking apartment. Yep. They have a Geiger counter and they're making it into a bomb. But it's like, Craig's. it's like literally like, like it's going, it's like so radioactive. And the woman with the blonde hair is just like using a long stick Carla. to pour like this now molten Carla, Carla to pour this molten material in there. She's helping up. And so the next scene, of course, she has fucking radiation poisoning. <laughs> she passes out. Secondhand they Craig. take her to the hospital where Peter's like, oh, you have radiation poisoning. You stole it. They're like, yeah, we built a bomb out of it. Why'd you make a bomb? To show that they shouldn't do it because someone make a bomb out of it. You're missing something. Peter's like, shh, don't tell anyone. But there's one of the henchmen right in the phone booth. Remember? I forgot, yeah. I skipped a kind of important thing. Peter gets a phone call while he's hanging out with the reporter, uh, Gail, that some famous newspaper, no, some famous (laughs) news anchor wants to interview him. Meet him at his hotel in an hour. That's right. He goes there. And she comes. His spider sense warns him that there's going to be people jumping out and beating him up he's peter parker so we can't really fight no they grab gail there's a whole kerfuffle they kind of have a running kerfuffle yeah yeah they escape on a ledge by climbing out onto a ledge mm-hmm. and they go into the next building they get down they catch a cab they're like drive the cab is like where to uh, new york <laughs> and then they can't go this is the part where peter gets lucky yeah, because they can't go home. Peter's so she's like, 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 she's like, you can't go to your house because you live with your aunt in the attic or not, I guess. Yep. She's like, you could stay with me at my hotel. Yep. And like, they cut to the taxi driver who's like, eh. <laughs> then we he don't turns see on, him for a while. because turns it to the groovy disco station. Music starts. He plays some Barry White. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty hot. Uh, so Peter, Peter spends the night at the hotel with the sexy older lady. Yep. But when Captain Bar- this is weird when Captain Barbera comes in and wants to know where he's been because he's suspect because now they want to talk to Peter because he's no Spider Man and he's like because where were you prof- last okay. night and he's like I was right here and Barbera is like who he goes I slept on the couch I'm like what do you care Peter <laughs> also you know what they literally they showed the two of them come out of the room Peter's getting dressed <laughs> I know. she's getting dressed like they boinked 
Like, there's some weird thing that they couldn't be like, no, Peter Parker. I slept on the sex. couch, Captain Barbara, after I was tired out of, from sleeping with her all night. I needed a nap. Because she snores after you give her a good jib jam. Whoa. <laughs> but he does have his own apartment this time. He's no longer living yeah, with Aunt does, May, like, the, like in the previous episode. Which we weren't sure if he was without me because there was uh, Steve, his lab partner, who was oh. actually Steve Rogers, made that reference about you could get it delivered at your house. Who lives in your aunt's house? Who lives in Queens? He was living up in the attic. He was crawling out of her house. I think he, I he think moved that, out. So now. here, I thought about it, Tim. I thought about I think it he too. Had his own place. And there's three, three straws the camel's back that made Aunt May oh, kick out what? Peter. Oh, let's, oh, well, another list. <laughs> These lists are great because they really stop us from talking about the plot. Go for it. What's the list? What are the three? The number one. See, Peter demanded a cookie puss ice cream cake for every occasion, including Uncle Ben Remembrance Day. And this is very odd. And as previously established, he's responsible for Uncle yes. Ben dying. This obsession okay. with cookie puss weighed heavy on Aunt May's heart. And the second mm-hmm. reason... Oh, long list. On St. Right. Patrick's Day, Peter demanded they get a cookie-o-puss ice cream cake, uh-huh. and he talked in an Irish it. accent all day, and this odd behavior also weighed heavy on Aunt May's heart. Uh-huh. All right. Then the else? third reason, Peter brought home a 20-pound cat named Cookie Puss, and he demanded they adopt it, and it always slept on Aunt I- May's chest, and this was weighed very heavy on Aunt May's heart, and thus she kicked him out. Oh, my God. <laughs> there you go. That was such a long walk for such a shitty joke. (laughs) (laughs) While they're at the hospital with the woman with radiation poisoning and Peter figures what's happening, Mr. White and his goons break into the people's house at home, steal the bomb. That's right. And disappear. But Peter, doesn't Spider-Man show up to help? Because he puts the first appearance of the spider tracker on their car, right? Is that here or is that later? Uh, there is a spider trucker. I thought Peter did it, but he says it's Spider-Man's. Mm. I don't know. Episode ends. They get, Mr. White gets away with the bomb. Peter's like, he could kill millions. But they blame Peter and, and Spider-Man now. They're blaming them both or something. Remember, that's why they well, want to Peter talk to Peter. Peter is blamed because his professor says the only person in the class who's smart enough yeah. to build the bomb is Peter. And he's a sc- but the guy... The guy who you're calling Oppenheim off-brand, Oppen, off-brand Oppenheimer, Craig, hand me down he said he could do it, but he did it wrong, yep. and that's why she gets radiation poisoning. That's why. Also, those three characters are done as a point one. Now we move on to Mr. White. Because they, they bring Carla to the hospital. Yes, we, we never know what happens to her, do we, George? Carla. She dies. Carla. Or. or. Carla. <laughs> yes, okay. Anyway. All right. She's getting treated for radiation poisoning. All right. Now can I get into the second part? Uh, let's see. Let me just see my notes. Okay. So what's what's part two? All right. So <clears throat> oh. I'm just looking through. Uh, oh, my God. There was the line. Okay. Oh, you meant that he went in the hospital. He went in the bathroom because Gal showed up. The whole thing in this episode is Gal keeps showing up. And he's like, damn it. I can't turn into Spider-Man. Remember, she came to the hospital. And he's like, mm, okay, Gal, I got to go to the bathroom. And he turns into Spider-Man and goes out the window. And she comes in there yeah. and finds out he's There's missing. also a weird scene where, like, there's like a blonde doctor like yeah. combing his hair. Yep, he wouldn't it's leave. Like, yeah, it's odd. <laughs> All right, do we get everything we need to talk about this? Yep, because that was boring. Oh, oh, and Peter gets in a fight as Spider-Man with the big henchman yep, who beats him up and throws him off a roof. He says, watch how so Mr. an exterminator White, squashes a bug and he throws him off the roof. Yeah. Great line. He picks Great him up line. over his head, throws him <laughs> off. 
Peter just gets whooped, like doesn't do a good fight at all. And the guy thinks Peter's dead, but Peter shoots uh, a relatively decent special effect. Yeah. He shoots a web and catches himself. He never looked. I can't believe he wouldn't look to see. And he doesn't look because he just tells Mr. White, he's dead. I threw him off a 16-story building. He's dead. Yeah. You should see how the exterminator right. squashes a bug. Did I tell you that, Mr. White? Oh, and at some point, Peter gets fired by J. Jonah Jameson and understand yeah, why. Because he's suspected of being a terrorist. Oh, that's why. Yeah. And he goes, you're fired. And he goes, chief. And then he goes, don't, don't call, call me chief. chief. What was... do I look like? Sitting bull? <laughs> and I'm like, Ooh, racism. Yes. At first, it was going to be a funny Superman reference, but then it went went downhill right to racism. Yeah, really. So we'll show you how Superman works. Superman, you need more of this. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so they all go to Boy. L.A. because the bad guys somehow take this radioactive object to L.A. on a flight. I don't know. I guess they have a private plane. <laughs> okay. And somehow or another, there's somebody that not Glory Grant knows who works on the because apparently she knows people like this is just established. She knows people at a lot of different police precincts. Yeah, yeah. She knows someone in California who says that there's some reason why it's out there. Oh, no. Because Peter finds his license plate, and they yeah, realize yeah. it's a California license plate. And Peter's plate. like, send me out there, and Jonah. Jameson. She has a great line, Glory Grant. What'd she say? She says, that boy's got more things shaken than a belly dancer in an earthquake. <laughs> That's right. I remember that. <laughs> I, I paused it to write that down. I had to get out. <laughs> so now Peter, with this information, he wants and it's a whole scene with a lot of back and forth. But, he gets rehired by J. Jonah Jameson. Yes. And he... J. Jonah Jameson and Gail Hoffman, and the Peter. love interest who we oh, yeah. stuck it to, uh, they all fly out to California. Yes, J. Jonas was like, I gotta go. I love that this is basically the people filming this movie being like, thank God <laughs> we don't have to keep dressing up the seven or eight tall buildings <laughs> in downtown LA as New York City anymore. We can just pretend, we can just acknowledge yeah. we're just in fucking LA. We are. And you know what's funny about yep. that flight? When they all three of them flew to L.A., J.J. demanded what? to have the window seat. You know why? Because so, he saw a gremlin? So he could yell at clouds. Because <laughs> he's an old man. He yells at clouds. Yeah. And the other reason was he Thanks, wanted Jim. to be as far right from center as he could, right side of the airplane. Ah, uh, good. And, and he's like, yep. this food better not be pink. <laughs> and he wanted to keep an eye out for the Japanese because he still didn't trust them. They might try to attack Pearl Harbor again. This is Jameson. He's very racist. He, he's very racist. You were on a roll. You were on a roll. <laughs> and then you like, yeah, sometimes the law of threes doesn't need to happen. <laughs> like the first two were good. Third one was uh, esoteric at best. It was. Tim. It's Jameson's racism. Yeah. So the three <sighs> of them, it's like they're at a hotel. Uh, we see him. Oh, uh, Jameson orders an orange juice for $2. You want how much that would be? Oh, yeah. How much? In today's money? Do it. $9.38. It would be. It would be $10. It would be $10 easy. And he's sitting out there yeah, in his suit sense. by the pool. He's a suit. And we get our first <laughs> shot. Notice I say first. Yes, I know. Of Gail in a bikini. No, she's not in a bikini. She's in a bathing suit. And he's like, we're very too mirror bathing suit. Where's Peter? Get him down here. Why don't look at ladies by the pool with Peter? <laughs> yeah. Well, we look see Peter all these in ankles. a bathing suit. He did put a Speedo on at first. Sorry. He didn't have a Speedo, did at he? First, no, he had like little orange shirts. At first he wore a Speedo to the pool, but management came out and said, you know, no one older than 80. You know, if you're over, over 80, you got to wear a suit by the pool. <laughs> you are not European enough to wear that. <laughs> yeah, so. 
So we see Peter in his bathing suit. He wears like orange 70s shorts. He has a towel over his chest because he doesn't want to show off his chest. He has a little Spider-Man emblem on his shorts. We see that he's got the spider tracer. Got a little spider <laughs> emblem, which was probably a bad move. Um, they go trail the bad guys because he put the... George. He put the... Wait, did they fucking fly? Did you see Did the... they drive across country? All right. Yes, they flew. I don't know. Yes. No, they flew, but did the bad guys? Because they put... He put the tracer in their car. That's why I said, did, did they fly this radioactive material out there or did they drive all the I way out the show now. yeah well, they took tracking, they right? took turns there were four of them george they took turns driving they played their eight track tapes every once in a while Mr. one, White one is of a them weird criminal mastermind one of them would push the cigarette lighter in and they're all like oh who's he gonna burn <laughs> who's he gonna burn with the cigarette lighter <laughs> that's why one of the guys was hideously burnt was yes, that was like guy. what is that a 24-hour drive across the country it's longer um, than that but Peter, so George, Peter. I'm getting this in, George, at the swimming pool. Right. When Peter uh-huh. came out with the swimsuit, it had a Spider-Man uh-huh. emblem on it. And, and Gal's like, uh-huh. are you sure you're not Spider-Man? He's like, nope. Not, uh. Anyway, OK, now we can move on. Did it, it didn't really have a Spider-Man. It was orange. <laughs> no. no, George. <laughs> uh, I'm going to really condense it now because we've been talking a long time. We have been. All but right. it's been all gold. So here's what happens. Car Mr. White is going to use the actual atom bomb. He's going to blow it off in the place. They have a description in the place he can do the most damage. Mm-hmm. They're all like, New York would be. There's much more I know, people there. I know. <laughs> then they realize it's because the president's flying to L.A. He's yep. going to kill the president. But unless he gets a certain amount of money, it's like a ransom thing. He knows the president's coming, but who redu- doesn't know the president's coming? Our reporters, our stupid reporters. Later on, they're oh, like, yeah, oh, my okay. goodness, the president's here. Didn't you the notice that? <laughs> he had no idea. Yeah, I figured they were very busy. <laughs> okay. Uh, there's a car. There's a car chase, which is pretty unimpressive. Oh, they 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 uh, let go of little spikes and they they poke uh, speed. Mm. Peter's. They pop tires. the tires in Peter's car, and then they go steal bikes. And then Peter steals a bike. White people can Gail do anything. And then Gail steals a bike from the same person. Yeah. And then they blame it on their dad, J. Jonah Jameson, who comes up. And he's given a degraded tricycle <sighs> sort of bike. So bad. And the three of them go racing into <laughs> the Hollywood Hills where, wouldn't you know it, Spawn Ranch. Peter has a showdown. Well, it, it could have been Spawn Ranch. It was, George. It was like an old Western town. You watch this episode. Peter has a showdown with, he's Spider-Man now. Yes. Western town uh, he gets showdown. there first. They're they're literally playing like weird Western music. George, uh, there George, is it's a not mouth weird. Harp. It's called the spoon harp. Oh, it's the mouth don't, harp. Don't yeah. don't insult. Uh, like yeah. Oh, it's, it's called the the, the mouth spoon, or the spoon harp. The mouth spoon. <laughs> we all know what this thing is. Not a. Th- uh, then there's a fight. A lot of karate fights. A lot of karate fights. And at this point, I want to point uh, out he had so many opportunities. To damage their car. They got away so many times when he put the spider tracer on. I mean, just stare, tear the steering wheel off like you did last episode. And uh, anyway, they get away again from the Western. Oh, t- he's losing fights to just big guys. I don't think he's super strong anymore. Yeah. So they do a lot of Western stuff at Spawn Ranch. Yeah. And he pulls, he webs like a, like a, a porch down on a guy. Yep, that was good. But they all get away. It's just kind of a, it's just kind of like he, they were like filming in L.A. They're like, well, we don't have enough tall buildings. Let's have Spider-Man fight in an old Western setting. <laughs> he beat two and of them. He tied them up, but one guy got away. Yeah. The leader. And 
Yeah. Then, then they Mr. go White to a music studio yeah. because they find out where Mr. White lives. If you want to move the plot yeah, forward. Yeah, because he's actually, as it turns out, a musical producer. Yep. He's got his fingers in all sorts of businesses. Yeah. I like that. Did you hear that song? And the hound dog is howling well, on my I street. I was going to I was, I wrote down, Tim is fucking excited. <laughs> so if you it. listen to previous episodes, you know that one of the hallmarks of a Tim choice of a movie is awful music that they will be like this twangy folk shit. No, there'll always be like a song written by the director and it's, it goes for like 10 <laughs> minutes in it. This was not necessarily that, but it was, we heard like these Enough. two random people who were not characters just recording like a whole fucking song. Yes. <laughs> and then Peter and Gail, they pretend Gail is a singer. And of course, they immediately recognize these two people. I'll put the song in right here. So, Hound Dog is Howling on My Street. You, you okay. put it in? Yeah, put it in. Sing along. All right. You say you love me. They they kidnap Gail. They make her dress in a bikini. So people. The reason given, we finally get Mr. White's line. She's yes. like, "Why did you dress me in a bikini?" And he's like, "I like women in bikinis." I'm like, "I mean, this guy." <laughs> and to make sure you have no weapons. So. Oh, he does point that yes. out. Yeah, and Gail is, of course, she is a spicy meatball. Yes. I was surprised to see that she this woman works who out. was pretty famous as Ice. Yeah, she was very very fit. She was well known as Isis. Worked here. Her last role that anyone knows of was 1980. Like she just gave up and worked in hotels. Hmm. Well, you know, like she seemed like she had a pretty Hollywood can healthy be career. Happy for ladies. Maybe she just didn't like it. Yeah, I, I unfortunately, it's probably something like that because she's still, you know, we know that there's like some great. There's a lot of ageism in Hollywood and stuff. She still seems like she's a very young actor. She still seems very. I mean, she's still definitely very attractive. And she still seems to be getting a lot of work. Mm-hmm. And it's just very surprising that like she just gave up. But yeah, yeah, it's probably some sort of fucking Harvey Weinstein shit. Yeah. But uh yeah. Spider breaks Spider Man breaks into their compound. Is that what we're up to? He drives I guess he drives a car, climbs up the hill. I call this guy yeah. Mad Mountain Marco, the big guy he keeps fighting, by the way. Oh, reference to the actual comics. Yeah. That's actually good. Yeah, he should be. Yeah. He's I don't know if he's named. Yeah. But did you see how he beat Mad Mountain? You remember? Or were you just getting? No, I don't. Heat? I don't remember how he. They had a face-off near the pool. Spidey punches him. He falls uh-huh. in the pool, and he's like, "Eh, you beat me. I'm all wet." That was like that was pretty much the end of the fight. <laughs> yeah, he just dumps him in the pool. <laughs> like this guy tried to murder you by throwing up the roof, and he's like, "Well, my pants are soggy now, and I don't fight when I got wet underpants." That's right. I'm gonna ch- uh, chafe. So the bomb. This all delayed. The bomb's already been set. Yeah, Mr. White Apparently is doing nobody it. knows it's going to blow off. Mr. White already blew it. And Mr. White's like, we got to get out of here. He's in a helicopter. Peter knows where the bomb is somehow. This part is this ridiculous. This part, I didn't understand what was happening. Because it's L.A., so there's yeah. no tall buildings to swing from. Peter is in the air. He's, I mean. No, Peter goes to the airport. And to a man, he's like, he hey, goes, you want to take me up in a helicopter? I'm doing like evil Clint Evil stuff. And 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 yeah, but I don't, and the guy, I, but I don't have any like, money. I can't pay you now. And he's got. He's like, eh, don't worry about it. <laughs> Let's yeah, do this. Guy takes him up in the air, and you can see they, the boom mic. See, I must point this out. I did. There, I wrote the bit. I saw the boom mic yes, part. The boom mic was right above their heads. It, this whole scene. So it's amazing. 
He goes up in the helicopter. Peter sees kind of where he needs to go. He jumps out and yeah. I guess is flying. <laughs> no, he was falling. Like, but I know. I don't know what his comics, plan was. It's, yeah. And in the comics, I think it's been established that he sometimes is depicted with webbing. Like Steve Ditko, the creator of Spider-Man, drew him with this webbing under his arms and he could glide a little bit. Yeah. And But he's like just full on flying <laughs> for like a long time. Then he sees Mr. White's helicopter webs it yes. swings off it lands where the bomb is <laughs> deactivates the bomb and i was actually happy to see this you know it's always like two seconds left or something yeah. it was five minutes two seconds what i didn't notice that yeah wow yeah i'm like oh yeah i mean why is it always going to be last second is there enough frills they were like yeah he could have gotten another karate and fight in he could have and <laughs> but this is the thing that's crazy mr white gets away that's right the the bad guy, the big bad guy, two-part episode, straight-up supervillain. We didn't mention this. Mr. White dresses head-to-toe in, in, white. in white. Like, he is, he even kind of had, like, I mean, it's a suit, but it's kind of like a costume. It's the closest they've come yet to an actual supervillain. He's even got a name that kind of ties into His it. There is white. And he escapes. He'll be like, he'll see me again. And I checked. He never comes back. But clearly, <laughs> they're setting him up for another episode. Like, he was going to be, no, no, no Green Goblin, no, no fucking Craven <laughs> the Hunter or whatever. They're like, no Venom, no, any of those characters are going to be Mr. White, the yes. arch enemy Spider-Man, but he never comes back. Well. And, uh, just like, and then it ends that's it. with Peter having dinner, I guess, with Gail again. Yeah. And they're making jokes and she kind of gives a wink, which I, I interpret as she knows he's Spider-Man, but isn't going to say anything. Cause oh, we, we missed a part. He was on the roof in his his swimsuit checking his uh-huh. scanner and gal was up there going uh-huh. oh she literally asked she him, says yeah, are you spider-man? spider-man he goes can you imagine me and then she's like oh, yeah <laughs> i couldn't imagine but you. she knows he's spider-man she's 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 been naked with him she saw his spider tattoos oh yeah what did what did peter do with his spider-man outfit when he slept over at her house because it's always under his clothes right? It was right there. He's like, I just I wear that for Spider Man when he needs it. I, I always yes. have it under my clothes. It's warm. I keep it warm for him. Like, there's always <laughs> that kind of thing in, in all these shows where there's secret identities. Like it, it's somewhat, it somewhat makes sense that like I get it. Like, all right, Tim, <laughs> if we lived in a world where there was really like a Spider Man type thing, and for whatever reason you took a photo of him, my and like it was published, it was well known. My first reaction wouldn't be like Tim is Spider Man, but I would definitely be thinking immediately Tim knows Spider Man, and then very shortly after it would come to <laughs> oh Tim is Spider Man, and they always do that. They're like it, it makes sense. Your first reaction isn't going to be you're secretly this character. Mm-hmm. Like Spider Man pretends to be a real person and he's yeah. you, but the fact that nobody does answer this more. But I thought they kind of did it clever, like where I do think Gail knows. She gives yeah. him this wink, and he he gives a very goofy smile, like ooh, ooh. and the end. He's he he. He had a shot with her, but he told her about how he and the university production of Annie musical. He wanted to play the dog. And she's like, "Ah, I don't know about you, Peter. And he wanted to be Annie. So he was trying to get her to roll her eyes back in her head. So they're just white orbs. (laughs) Yes. What was the dog's name? Sandy. Wanted to play Sandy. Oh, I was going to say Arf, but that's what the dog says. Yeah. I thought she he blew it because the foreplay was he webbed her up in the corner and then started (laughs) trying to suck her blood. She's like, nah, it's creepy. Then he ate a fly in front of her. She's like, get out of my house. Yeah, that scientist, he should have been like, yeah, and and, and he'll suck all the fluids out of a person and leave a a husk behind all webbed up. Then he'll lay eggs of a big sack on his belly and be filled with thousands of little spider babies. (laughs) And he has multiple eyes. 
Anyway, he should have said stuff like that. Let's do revenge. Wherever you are, wherever you're hiding, I'll find you. I'll get you. Revenge. 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 One of us will die. One of us will die. I will not let Cindy take my place. I will have my revenge. All right. So first, our wild card question. Let's really nail this this week, George. Let's nail it. Okay. Because last week, if you remember, we really nailed it with the Smithsonian. Stole it. (laughs) So this one is most likely to leave work early to check on his or her yeah. Sasquatch traps. I should say his or her. It's just, yes, you should it say was written I by, corrected you. Yeah. Mr. White wrote these. By a sexist. Yeah. So uh, do you want to start with someone or you want me to throw it out there? You start. It's the curly-headed student who is also helping build the bomb. Mm-hmm. We didn't really establish. Can you, his name, so there his was, name yeah, was, there was Wally. Wally Crabtree. Wally. And he had come okay, from... Well, He'd come from Arkansas to go to school, and after that incident, he just went back to Arkansas. And then what, George? He was played by the actor uh, Robert Crabtree, right? Yes. Yeah. Keeping alive the uh, Boggy Creek-related phenomenon <laughs> of Crabtrees changing their first names. So, uh, the sad thing was is that he was you know, going to school in the East Coast, so mm-hmm. he, you know, Bigfoot, of course, notoriously in the Northwest. It would have made more sense for one of the California-based characters to do this. Yeah. However... Years ago, this same student had seen a little movie called Shriek of the Mutilated. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Shriek of the Mutilated is a film about a group of students looking for a Bigfoot in upstate New York that was trapped after the last ice age or called something. Called a Yeti. Turns out there's more going on than we realize. But he thought it was a fucking real thing. Uh-oh. So in between making an atom bomb, this motherfucker is sneaking up on the Metro North Railroad, shooting up to, like, Beacon or something. Yes. And that guy is laying out Bigfoot traps. Tim, what were the Bigfoot traps? Um, one of his dead friends. So that's what you use for Bigfoot bait, right? <laughs> his other. Did he take, <laughs> what, what was her name? Rita? Carla? Carla. Did he take Carla's comatose this, radiated form and leave chunks of it out in the woods? In this universe, yes. Carla, Carla died and he took her up there, tied her up as a Bigfoot trap. And Bigfoot. Okay. Uh, 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 he never caught Bigfoot. It was a. Uh, you know, is that the end? <laughs> he never fought. They never yeah, catch Bigfoot. They never catch Bigfoot. They never catch Bigfoot unless but, it's Alpha Flight. Yes. The comic. Yeah. Uh, which God. he's a member. My God. Yeah. Bring oh, it home, George. Comics, Bring it home, I, George. He was mad. I hate it. I hate when you mention comic books. He couldn't catch a Sasquatch, so uh, he lost his university no. stipend. And he and that's why he, he was so shaky making the bomb because he was so distracted by his inability to catch a, a mm-hmm. Bigfoot. That he did, he left the uh, top off the deadly dust top, mm-hmm. and that's how Carla got irradiated in the first place. Yes. So it was like it all ties in. He ended up working now, at Tim uh, at Subway, the first Subway. He worked at the first Subway. <laughs> that that was his job. He stayed there for years. Nice. He's got his He's pension. A sandwich artist. Got his his Subway yeah. pension. Good for him. Yeah, and he is a scientist. That's He's the one that figured out that Subway meat has no meat in it. It was specifically uh, when they did genetic testing on the tuna. There was no discernible tuna. And they said, shut up. It might have still been meat, but it wasn't fish. They said, shut up. And they slapped his ear. And he's like, oh, you slapped my ear. No one must. Come oh, on. No. <laughs> Don't slap Let's my ear. On. His boss was Mr. Gower. I'm Mr. Gower was nice in charge him. of the subway. Shut up. End this. <laughs> he, he also. I'm trying. He also sold I'm medicine. Stop. I'm going to stop recording right now. Please. <laughs>
I was planning on doing my revenge sequel about the character Carla. You can do it. It doesn't which matter. Clearly, you were doing as well. But I thought, I thought, I have an alternate one. Okay. So I'm gonna let, but I'm gonna need a little bit of time to work on okay. it. So I'm gonna let you do your Carla, your Carla thing first. Buckle down, people. <laughs> Start the music. Her, her first, her full name was Carla Gregor Samsa. This woman who got radiated. Oh. So Carla. This is already good. This is good. Carla Gregor Samsa. She woke up in the morning at the ah. hospital to find herself transformed in a monstrous vermin. In fact. Oh my God. If you're going to read the entirety of Metamorphosis with the name Carla just added in, I'm going to leave. Not only was she poisoned by radiation, she was bitten by a radioactive cockroach. She finds she is now a giant cockroach. She initially considers the transformation to be temporary and slowly ponders the consequences of this metamorphosis. Stuck on her back and unable to get up and leave the bed, Carla Gregor reflects on her job as a university assistant to second-hand Oppenheimer Craig, which she characterizes as being full of temporary and constantly changing human relationships which never come from the heart. She sees her employer as a despot and would quickly quit this job if she were not her family's sole breadwinner while working off her college tuition. You have a question, George? I have a question. Are you really just going to do metamorphosis the entire time? Shh. I'm sticking to this bit. Stick with me. I'm going to go inside. Let me know when it's over. Call me on my phone. (laughs) Come on. Three more paragraphs. (laughs) Ah! Three more paragraphs! Tiny. Tiny. While trying to move, Carla finds that Craig has shown up to check on her. Indignant about Carla's unexcused absence from the lab, Carla attempts to communicate with both Craig and her doctor, but all they can hear from behind the door is incomprehensible vocalizations. Carla laboriously drags herself across the floor and opens the door. Craig, upon seeing the transformed Carla, flees the hospital and checks the personal ads for a new girlfriend. Carla's family shows up and is horrified, and her father drives her back to their home, injuring her side by shoving her when she gets stuck in the car door. Okay, bringing it home. Carla stays mostly in a room as her family does not want to see her. She plots revenge against Craig's secondhand Oppenheimer for her predicament but she can never get a taxi or take a bus without causing a panic or getting attacked by the mysterious Spider-Man. Thus, she sneaks out to the living room at night and calls the Carvel hotline, and she orders Fudgy the Whale cakes for Craig <laughs> every day. Sometimes she's or- she orders Hugmy Bear or Cookie Puss just to switch it up. Is it COD, so he has to pay for yep, it? Yep, Is he constantly having to borrow money from people? Yeah, $46. Do you have $46? <laughs> yeah, okay. By this time, as I said... Craig, being a jerk, moved down quickly, moved in with a new girlfriend named Sue. But Sue collected globes of the earth. She had big globes. Was Sue invisible? Small globes. No. Sue Ann. And she she collects antique globes, globes of the world, everywhere in the apartment. They filled the entire, entire apartment. As the year went on, and Carvel Cookie Puss and Fudgy the Whale cakes continued to show up every day, Craig Lamass Oppenheimer was slowly losing his mind until St. Patrick's Day when Fudgy O'Hennessy the whale showed up and Craig's secondhand Oppenheimer being drunk as it was St. Patrick's Day lost his mind it's okay he was Irish he lost his mind and he destroyed all the globes in Sue Ann's collection and as he lay on the floor exhausted amongst the remains of all the globes he said now I am become death the destroyer of globes oh God damn it. You know what this movie is called? <laughs> I never. Barbin Metamorphosis. I didn't hate. There you go. <laughs> oh, damn. What? 
good. That was just. <laughs> you were really. All right. Is you anybody were, still listening you, out there? You were really scared. I was going to read the whole story. <laughs> I, you might as well have. Uh, so the world won't get to hear my story of Carla becoming Dr. Octopus, which would have made sense. Mm-hmm. She uses the arms to mix the chemicals. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Instead. Yeah, it was just fucking right there. Well, you can still do um, it. You just did it. No. No, everyone, the name Carla's been poisoned by radiation <laughs> due to you. I'm doing a different story. Okay. So this is what occurred to me while we were talking. Right? Do I have a guy in a yellow hat? It's a, um, no. <laughs> Instead, this, start the music. Oh, okay. Okay. Hit button. The deadly dust ends with Spider-Man's arch nemesis, Mr. White, escaping unscathed, vowing to see him again. Unfortunately, despite high ratings... The show never did feature Mr. Alda again as the nefarious Mr. White. That doesn't mean he didn't have his revenge. Because revenge, of course, is a dish served best cold. He was forced to abandon, because the whole world would eventually have found out, even through a dumbass like Peter, that this famous record recording executive oh, yeah. was going to blow up a bomb and kill the President of the United States. He had to abandon his identity. Mm. He fled back to Switzerland, which conveniently has no extradition treaties. He lived in a room, I mean, a chalet with a bunch of women in bikinis, giving them baths. I know he's going to be. Eventually, one of those ladies he fell in love with. Her bikini just had a certain allure. Mm-hmm. He had children with her, two children. Ooh. And eventually he, he decides he's going to have to take revenge on Peter Parker, Spider-Man. Oh, okay. He doesn't know the same person he does. These are people, two individuals who fucked up his stuff. Spider-Man's career has gone all this different stuff. He's fought Dr. Octopus, who was a radiated woman named Carla. Uh, he fought uh, the Kingpin, who was a guy who was mind control. He fought Mysterio, yes. other people. Yeah, all these kind of like villains. He's been watching it from afar. And uh, while he's in Switzerland, though, Tim, he still kept up his music career because he still needed to make the capital for this. Oh, did he manage Abba? But he had to do it under a pseudonym. Huh? Did he imagine, manage ABBA? No. Instead, he went a little bit closer to the west coast of the United States. And he managed... Uh, 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 In Utah, he Mac. found a family of fresh-faced, overly-toothed siblings. Osmonds? Named the Osmonds. Oh, George. Yeah. Wandering into and my territory. lucrative recording careers. Yeah, I know. I'm stealing it right from you, <laughs> the way you stole it from me. Made them teen sensations. Okay. Bubba Osmond, Donnie Osmond, Sherlock Osmond, Ozzy Osmond, Maria Osmond, Carla. Uh, I don't know. What Carla Sansa. Carla Osmond. No, Carla was Dr. <laughs> Octopus. Um, and in their music, he records subliminal messages. Subliminal messages that will help him take over the world. But he gets kind of comfortable. You know, he gets lost in being a dad. Mm-hmm. He gets lost in like you know just like the, like getting bikini bats from like bikini ladies all the time and stuff. And he forgets. Eventually, one day, Peter Parker stops being Spider-Man. Why? Why, George? Nobody knows. He got old. His back was creaky. Maybe he married Mary Jane. Maybe he married Gwen Stacy. Maybe he married Glory Grant. Maybe he married Flash Thompson. We don't know. But he retired, and that's when Mr. White realized he waited too long. Mm-hmm. And he's like, and the Osmonds, they'd also faded into obsolescence at that they point. Did. There's really only one spot, one corner of the world where they were still remembered. That was on a semi-obscure oh, podcast Jesus. called Seti Vimco. <laughs> and so he he knew he had to activate his doom switch. Yeah. 
So, as his last act, Mr. White, the nefarious Mr. White, he flipped that switch. Mm-hmm. And? And everyone in the world who was listening to the Osmonds at that moment went into a kill frenzy. Oh. But you know what the sad part is, Tim? Uh, th- that was, that's the ending theme song for the show. Osmond. No, no one listens Osmond. to the Osmonds, uh, so nobody heard anything. It. it just, it... It's like Squished if it. a tree falls in the forest, does it really fall at all? Well, it fell right on your joke because I did that. I stepped right on your joke. <laughs> <laughs> Good one. Good one. Yep. And his son was Hawkeye, <laughs> the Avenger. Yes, true. And in, yep. and in MASH. Yep. And he got canceled because he did Mr. White. Well, that's great, George. We did a great job. Yep. Pat ourselves on yep. the back. Dr. Octopus. <laughs> yep. Let's the, uh, the Vulture. Let's say some other Spider-Man villains. <laughs> I don't know anymore. The Gibbon. You said them all. The Gibbon. Ooh. The Molten Man. Eh, I never got him. He sucked. Was he was he melting hot stuff on people or was he just molten? I was never sure. He was a uh, he was just hot metal. He wasn't even molten. I think later he becomes molten. Yeah. I don't know. He, he Look, wasn't Steve Dicko. He wasn't well thought out. Stanley. Sometimes they were hitting a lot, but sometimes they came up with the who was that guy? The the lurker. <laughs> The lurker. No, the looter. That guy the sucked. The ballooner? He's one of the last ones they did. It's like the looter. Oh, the looter. Like, really? That's right. Yeah. He looted things. Yeah, he did. So the moment you've been waiting for, by the way. Oh. I checked the mail. There's a lot of angry letters. Because the other okay. week I mentioned Ziggy. That I said he's premiered in 1977. I was wrong. Ziggy premiered in 1971. Yeah. <gasps> and it's still running. The, the original man died and his son took over. Also named Tom Wilson. Is he? I didn't check. Was there any other mail? Just that? That was it. You want me to look again, George? Just people complaining about the Zigophiles writing in? Yep. That's it. Yeah. That's it. We've talked. Can we make up a letter? We've talked so long. <clears throat> we have talked so long. We talked so fast. Do you want me to go back and find the jokes that you passed by I didn't get to tell? No. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No. No, go do not Say them for... now and insert them in. I am not looking for them. I want to hear your jokes. <laughs> Next week. All right, Tim. Next week. Next week on Spider Month, what will be the next thing we listen to? Watch. These are all on YouTube, and some of them have names uh-huh. and some have numbers. But if you type in Night of the Clones, we're watching the Spider Man episode called Night of the Clones, which is pretty. And we should make sure what? that people know that this is the live action 70s show live because Spider Man has a long and sorted history with clones, yes. which will undoubtedly come up when we talk about This is the 70s live action TV show. Darryl. I'm looking forward to this, but especially because it's only one episode long, not a double episode like this week's. Yeah, because we just talked forever, man. That was too long. It's too much plot. We left out half of it. Like us. Like us everywhere that you listen to us. Write us emails at SetiVimco with the E at gmail.com. Follow us on Instagram. There's SetiVimco Instagram. I do, George does art. I do art for the episodes. There's probably amazing Spider Man art we did up right now. It's amazing. Did you see that Spider Man, the George tree? Yeah. It was so good. His groin was so exquisitely detailed. <laughs> that was an amazing drawing of Spider-Man uh, you did, George. Listen to my other podcast, you can do that. Uh, Hypothetical Island, where we also talk about Spider-Man all the time. All I ever do is talk about Spider-Man. Buy my new children's book, the, the, the Super Duper 7. It's not new, but it came out last year. Buy that. Is Spider-Man in no. it? It's totally my creation. Huh? I just thought we'd keep ho- send hawking Send me money. Stuff. Just send me wads <laughs> of money. You fell down there. Yeah. Buy me a car. Find me on PayPal and just give me money. All right. 
We're climbing up the charts. Yeah. Today, we're number 100 in the top 100 comedy podcasts. That's pretty cool. Oof. We, we, I thought we were one. I thought we were number 99 we, right above that. Yeah, we beat out the religious podcast. That's all I care. Yes. <laughs> no. Take that, Jesus. <laughs> yes, it's a podcast where Jesus comes on. <laughs> it's Jesus' tight stand-up routine. Goodbye, everybody. Tune in next week Bye, for spi- more Spider Month. Then October's coming. And October's going to be spooky. That's going to be Octopus Month. I was thinking it oh. could be Octo Month, but there's not that many. I look, We're just stuck with like four octopus movies. Yeah, there's a lot of horror movies. I like I it. I know. A lot of horror movies. Octopus horror movies. <laughs> we'll talk about it. All right. All right. Goodbye, everybody. Bye, everybody. Goodbye, our audience. This has been a Pity Party Line production. Party Line. It's a party line. a St. Patrick's Day cake for you and yours, or any day that you want America's freshest ice cream, please visit them. Thank you.